Currently, we have 57 degrees in Appomattox, 54 in Amherst, 61 in Salem, 58 in Danville, 57 in Bedford and Lynchburg, and 59 in Roanoke. I just wanted to uh, make mention here because we talked about the polls. Bill Clinton, in the first poll that came out when he was running for president, this is in June of 1991, got Mario Cuomo with 20%. Al Gore had nine. Uh, Lloyd Benson had nine. Jesse Jackson had eight. Dick Gephardt had 6.3. And then I'm not going to name all the other ones in between him and Bill Clinton, but Bill Clinton had 1.7% in the polls. Okay, in 1991 in June, the second poll that came out, he went up to 9%, but right. still yeah. single digits. That's a long Mario way to Cuomo, go. you know, was the heir apparent, apparently, uh-huh. but it didn't work out that way. Right. So polls can be, they're, they're fun to talk about. Yeah. But, and know, we But we learned that you could find a poll to say anything you wanted to say. Yeah, literally. I mean, you can manipulate the data and the question yeah. and everything else. And part of me sometimes wonders, especially if it comes from, um, mainstream people mm-hmm. if if they fudge those numbers to get people worked up right about trump sure there's a part of me that that would not put it past them yeah. at all trump is in in my mind in really trouble he might not be in trouble when it comes to the polls but he's in trouble legally mm-hmm. and and all these people and i'm not saying it's fair people right but you've got people going after him on all four corners yeah and that's just in the court system not to mention the media and everybody else right uh you know we we've had these protests all over the country yeah, these, yeah. especially these just stupid college age children right, right. that just are they're melting absolutely down. clueless mm-hmm. you know standing up for terrorists right and, but before you think it's not going on where mm-hmm. we live let me tell you this a couple of weeks ago, I got a, a, a private message from one of our listeners right? who who said that um, at her place of business, mm-hmm. uh, Elbit Systems of America in Roanoke, college students were bussed in oh my. and paid to protest <laughs> in front of the building. Right. The CEO is an Israeli who has many plants in the U.S., they make night vision goggles for the military. Okay. She said the ignorance of these people that think we make weapons for Israel is ridiculous. She texted you, me this morning. You could follow the money up. There's probably a George Soros organization yeah. tied to it somehow. Probably. Once again, the brainwashed college students will be at my place of employment protesting, saying mm. we're supplying Israel military we- weapons. We don't make weapons here. We make night vision goggles. Anyway, be safe out there. Honey, I'm sorry. I yeah, know that's stressful. It really is. And I'm just Because you just never know sorry. when one of these idiots is going to just lose it, uh, well, push the, somebody, the or good news is, these break are, a windshield, or these whatever. These are clueless little college students that think they're they're making a difference in the world when they're just, they just look like... Well, idiots they're being used but they are they're being they're useful idiots but nonetheless Mm. um it's just a little bit crazy so we've been talking about the um the stories of the southern border yeah that's been something that we've been talking about for a while and last week we even talked about the northern border our canadian border that we're seeing problems there. Mm-hmm. Well, 
here's kind of a follow-up to that. It's a it's an interview. I, I just want to play a little bit of this because for us, where we live here in Virginia, mm-hmm. we are much more vulnerable to what's going on at the northern border than we really are the, the southern, southern border. border. Yeah, that's true. So take a listen to to this. It, I think the interview is Let's bring in Sean Walsh. She is the Swanton Sector local president for the National Border Patrol Council. Sean, good to have you on today. So this would appear to be, as Peter Ducey was pointing out, a model of international cooperation, which begs the question, if President Biden can make a deal with Canada of this scope and scale, why can't he do the same thing with Mexico? Well, we welcome any changes in policies that are going to help us effectively do our job. And it appears to be headed in the right direction. But as we've seen for the last two years, this administration has said one thing and done another. You know, under this administration, we've seen record numbers of apprehensions, record numbers of crossings, record numbers of gotaways, and nothing has changed yet. Yeah, so so here's what, you know, on that point, here's what the president said last June about the need to curb illegal immigration. Listen here. Safe and ordinary migration is good for all of our economies, including the United States. Unlawful migration is not acceptable. And we'll secure our borders, including through innovative, coordinated actions with our regional partners. Yeah, we continue to go on to have a record-setting year in terms of illegal migration across the southern border. But, but again, this, this thing that he's doing with Justin Trudeau in Canada begs the question, why is he willing to do this on the northern border? And these are very much the same people who are trying to come across our southwest border. They just go to Canada first. But they just come in as they please across the southern border, putting your brothers and sisters down south. It's such a disadvantage. And you're right. It's been two years of this type of of things happening with the administration not doing anything. And we'll see about this agreement. And again, we welcome changes if if it's going to be true changes. But Well, and that's just it. Yeah. They'll say they're making changes, but and they'll call it one thing, but they're doing something else, even by their own admission. Right. You know, Biden stood up in front of the whole world and said, well, we probably shouldn't have called it the infrastructure because we're not really doing any yeah, infrastructure. No, it's all green. Right. I probably shouldn't call it Bidenomics. Yeah, well, <laughs> that boat sailed. <laughs> uh, the thing that I found most alarming about this whole article was that they were, you know, talking about the increase in drugs that are coming over that northern border. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. Uh, fentanyl is just one of them uh, coming across the border, and you think that's not going to come right here where we are mm-hmm. um and i was trying to find the number what number did i tell you that had been brought in uh the numbers seen at the canadian border are, are certainly eclipsed by the southern border mm-hmm. um where there were over 2.4 million migrant encounters this year alone um but at the northern border they have been sounding the alarm for a while now right and it's largely gone uh, ignored. And they and he said, think about it. They don't have to go through jungle. They just walk across. Right, right. Don't have to go through a river. Right. No, there's nothing. Yeah. It's like, come on in. The water's fine. Right. 55% of all illegal drug seizures by weight have come in through not the southern border, but the northern mm-hmm. border. 
encounters and drug smuggling has increased. Staffing remains the same Mm -hmm. since 2009. Mm -hmm. The vast majority of the 564 terror watch list encounters in 23, which occurred at ports of entry last year, were at the northern border. Right. The northern border. Right. Which nobody's talking about. And and when he says our borders are secure, I mean, that, that's our borders. It's He's ludicrous. not just talking about the southern border. No. He's talking about Period. our borders. We have borders. All north and them. south. Right. Yeah. I have to get get you some of this Lindsey Graham yesterday with my orcas. Uh, it was it was, wasn't pretty. He said this uh, open border situation is getting worse and worse, mm-hmm. and I think the drawbacks of it. Uh, some of the worst criminals in the world are coming into our country. Right. People who are dealing in narcotics are coming in. They're coming from all over, and it's destroying us, mm-hmm. our culture, our people. Right. I can't imagine why there isn't any concern about it. Nobody talks about the northern border. They just don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need to be messaging every one of our representatives, blowing up their phone lines, right. their email, letting them know that this is not okay. Right. The southern border, there's enough people griping about the southern border. Mm-hmm. We're closer to the northern border, mm-hmm. and right. we better be raising some cane. Sure. This is a little bit of Lindsay yesterday. I reject the idea this is a global phenomenon problem. I think you're misdiagnosing the problem. This is policy changes y'all instituted that I told you wouldn't work, and we now need to fix that. Uh, Trend lines, 2020, 458,000 encounters, 2023, 2.5 million. We need to change that, don't we, that trend line? 2019 is an. Oh, this is not the bit that I wanted to find. I mean, he really gets upset when he's talking about we don't know where these terrorists are because these when we come back. there's terrorists that have come through and he has no idea. He thinks, well, I think they might have left the country. You think? Well, let's see if we can find it. Yeah. Well, we'll be back. Got a good break. You put it on your toast and on the radio at daybreak. The morning jam, six to nine a.m. For some truth with a side of common sense? You want answers? Then you found the right choice. It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam. Senator, we make our decisions on a case-by-case basis. There's 280-something people on the terrorist watch list that we know of. Where are they? Senator, the terrorist screening data set... Where are the people? In the individuals whom we encounter that are on the terrorist screening data set. Are they out of the country? Are screened. Are they out of the country or they in the country? Senator, they very well may be out of the country. But, you don't- but he doesn't know where the hell they are. Uh, That's I, the bottom Jeff, line. Did you have to bail out? Well, <laughs> no. I, I, he, just, it, he just gives more BS. Yeah. Just more BS. And, and I'm, I'm sick of this guy. He needs they to be impeached. They know full he needs to well be that they're here. Needs to be impeached. They know they're Along here. Along with the president. All right, we do have a call that dovetails with what we just played from Homeland Security Mayorkas, who gets up there and lies every time he's in front of Congress. You're on or the morning jam. Mouth. You're on the morning jam. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. All right, so I'm talking to uh, a friend of mine. He's a retired Treasury agent. He was up in Northern Virginia two days ago, so he's well connected. 
He's got his, he's got his finger on the pulse. He was talking to his sources up there, and uh, the drug cartel is is in cahoots with the MS-13 gangs and all the other operatives yeah. that they they have here. And so the the, the point is, is as we hear all of this uh, happening. We don't need to sit here and be a bunch of lambs going to slaughter. Yep. We Americans, we, we need to do is that you need to get your concealed permit and you need to pack. You need to pack when you go to church, when you go to the grocery store, when you go to outings. You need to pack constantly and you need to have your firearms readily available in your home. And do not be afraid to shoot these bastards. Because they're coming for you, and they're going to hurt you. So the word needs the word needs to be continued, especially you liberals. You liberals who don't want to own guns. I'm going to tell you something. When they come <laughs> after you, um, guess what? Uh, and they're coming after uh, all of us, uh, and you call the police, guess where the police are going to go? They're going to, they're going to take care of their families first. Right. And, and you're, going to, you're going to be left high and dry. So now is the time. You need to dig your well before you're thirsty. Right. You need to get fully armed. You need to know how to use your weapon. And, and uh, don't be afraid. Right. Because, go ahead. No, right. You're right. I'm agreeing with you. It's a hundred. And, we, had a, we had the, well, the now Sheriff Ayers. Mm-hmm. We interviewed him. He says, you know, it takes 45 minutes on average for a deputy to be able to get to certain parts of the county. Mm-hmm. I mean, do yeah. do you think the bad guy's going to go? Okay, well, we'll just hold. I mean, a lot of damage can be done in forty five oh, minutes. Absolutely. Oh yeah, and and he's only got X amount of deputies. Exactly. And he's got thousands of people in in all of these counties around here. But when the word gets out uh, that that people pack and they're not afraid to use that, they're going to think twice about that. And um, th- this is this is the tone that we need to put out because yeah. uh, just because. You know, we, we have a government that wants to lead us to the slaughter. Guess what, pal? I ain't going to the slaughter, okay? I'm going to stand up, I'm going to kick ass, and I'm going to fight. Yeah. Yep. So, well, you know, you I'm going to go down and, easy anyway. Kevin, when, when the whole thing happened in Hawaii, they were telling people to go one direction, and they were leading them. The, 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 the people that understood what was going on were not going that direction. They literally were leading them into harm, mm-hmm. and and that's, that's what I feel like right. our government's doing now. It's leading us that's into right. harm by not doing their their that's... elected responsibility. It, well, that... One of the number one thing is to protect your people. How can you protect your people when 10 million have come across that border? This started with Obama. He stood that's in right. front of the country and said, the world's a safer place because of me. Not your job. Right. The no, American he, people no, are just, your job. Period. Right. 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 But they are just two-faced, hypocritical. They are liars. Yeah. And don't don't trust anything. The only time uh, when when a politician's lips are moving, they're lying. When, <laughs> right. when the, All of them. When the ABC, you know, when their lips are moving, they're lying. So whatever they say, you just go the opposite. And Usually, all you say yeah. is that, yeah, go go back to the wild west. They all pack guns, mm-hmm. and they and they know what's going to happen. Um, and there's a lot of different types of ammunition out there. Let me tell you what. And and uh, 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 all, all the, the women they need to know how to use a gun. Yeah. And and uh, not be afraid to use it. But that's 
you know, that's that, that's where we at. And guess what, folks? Until Jesus comes back, it ain't going to get. No, it's not getting better. Right. It's yeah. not going to improve. Yeah. It's going to it's it's going to worsen. So there you go. That's that's the way I look at it. So, but yeah, um, thank you, Kevin. Appreciate we appreciate you. But here's the thing: you don't have to live in fear, right? You especially if you got that relationship, mm-hmm. you, you don't have to. But you do need to be realistic, right? Well, you can still have a very good life and be, sure. but but you can't be foolish. We're beyond the time right. of you need to get ready. You need to be ready. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just where we are. Yeah, yeah. well, it's they've not I fun, mean, they put us here, but right, our government has put us here by being so inept. Yeah. No, oh, you're such an anti-government, Mark. No, I'm I'm for good, I, reasonable government. I've and we do been not have reasonable government. Small government. I'm well, small been government that. because we're bloated in every which way, and we have been. But we're not reasonable. No. When I have to say, let that boy in the girls' locker room because I'm identifying as a girl today. That is just that is insane. It is insane. That is insane. Same and the and our our own government departments are the ones pushing it on their own people. Right. I mean, and that and that's again, that's where we are. We just need to make our world a little smaller. That's what I call it. Mm-hmm. You need to make your world smaller, and uh, and and not be so of the world. Sorry, I'm and, excited. Well, it's not good for you. It's you need not. to. My and so, like it. when you get like that, that's why I go into my my mother, my mother, you, my mother, baby voice. Yes, thank you. It's gonna be fine. I will Everything's be. gonna be okay. Will be. <laughs> I, I, I find myself using that a lot. It seems like <laughs> lately, but it is easy to get worked up. I get that. Well, it's just so unreasonable, Janet. It's I so know. Unreasonable. The truth is sitting right in front of us, but yet we deny it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a, a good story for our high schoolers, okay. especially our high school seniors mm-hmm. in Amherst County. All right. They now have the opportunity for direct admission to Randolph College. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good thing. New partnership okay. aimed at helping local students further their education, mm-hmm. designed to empower and encourage academic excellence, promises to be a game changer for students in Amherst County, they said in a statement. High school seniors do have two criteria that must be met to qualify. Successful completion of Algebra 2 with a grade of C or higher. Boy, I barely would have gotten in on that one. I did not do well <laughs> with Algebra, I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, maintain a cumulative GPA of 2.5 or higher. That seems pretty doable. Mm-hmm. Uh, the school aims to get rid of barriers that students may face in pursuing academic dreams. The partnership is one step in that direction, they say. And uh, if you're a student interested in this opportunity, mom and dad, grandma, grandpa, if you're listening, um, they you need to reach out to the school counselors and see if this is something that you know your child could benefit from because right. it very well may be. Gotcha. Now we they haven't mentioned tuition or anything. Mm-hmm. Getting in is one thing; paying for it is another. It certainly, is something right. else. Sure. So mm-hmm. there, there's a little bit of that going on, for sure. So, I don't know. It's 828. Mm-hmm. Hope you're doing well. We got a life hack before the uh, program ends for you. Jenna will uh, I got them ready. get us They're to, um, by. Uh, uh, you know, uh, a smarter way to do things. Mm-hmm. It's a life hack for idiots in government. It's, I mean, it's, oh, that's right. We can vote them well, out. Well, this one, the, well, or not. Um, <laughs> this one that we're doing today is more about, you know, day-to-day things that can make your life, you know, 
better. Okay. Gotcha. Matter of fact, I'm going to throw one in right now. Well, let's do it. Uh, we touch our smartphones 2,500 times a day oh my on average. Yes. Four hours a day. And and if you think you don't touch it that many times a day, there's a place on your phone you can look. I just touched mine just now. And we think it makes us more productive, uh-huh. but it's not. Not that much. Um, the recent poll by Huffington shows that people who dedicate their spare time surf, uh, surfing social media are more stressed and less focused when they return their task. Their suggestion, ditch the smartphone for a book. Huh. Yeah. Uh, always have an interesting book with you so the next time you have a spare minute, you can enjoy the book. Okay. And as a bonus, reading promotes stronger analytical skills plus reduces stress. And when the solar flare hits the internet and it all goes down anyway. Yeah, you'll have some decent books to read. Book. I know, right? <laughs> I have started that that's one of the things that I that I promised myself that I was gonna do more this mm-hmm. year and I have. Um, is to, to read a book. It is much more you just to turn everything off. Right. And to read a book is a beautiful thing. Mm. Lovely. WDBJ7's on the way. We also have a look at your forecast, which is going to change. It's going to be hot today, but boy, by the weekend, it's going to be a whole new world. Cue up Aladdin. Why can't we have the nice weather (laughs) on the weekend, too? You're going to freeze your butt right off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lordy. But you'll sweat it out today. Yeah, well, that's (laughs) true. Both extremes. It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. Common Sense Talk Radio. You're listening to Janet and Mark. A month ago, nobody would go on this site because we were worried about getting molested or losing our identity, having it stolen. But now, at a time, TDB, all of these problems will be in the past. Sometimes I'll start a sentence and I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way, (laughs) like an improv conversation. N- improvisation. <laughs> Check it out. Christmas bonus, 3,000 Gs. When you are ranking people, manager is higher than captain. On a boat, who knows? It's nebulos. <laughs> this is exactly what Michael Moore does. Famous documentary. And those things are like ticking time bags. And espresso. You know what they say. Keep your friends close. Ah, <laughs> that's not what they say. What? My son returns. And I know it's illegal in Pennsylvania, but uh, it's for charity. And I consider myself a great philanderer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, just some of the Michael Scott and bits. Then there the, and there's so many of The ever bit. popular, I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. I <laughs> <laughs> love that one. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah, we needed something we to do. laugh. You know what? I just realized during that break, yeah. because I do some editing during the show, mm-hmm. and I forgot to hit record, oh. and none of the accident 
uh, where I spilt the coffee live on the air got recorded. I am so sorry, Janet, but the evidence does not exist. It's oh. like the 18 minutes of dead silence on the, Nix, on the Nixon tapes. Your Honor, don't don't believe it. Don't believe it. He went back and erased it later. But our listeners did hear it. I'm recording now, but I wasn't. I forgot to hit record oh, because isn't, I'm isn't busy that doing. Convenient. It's very convenient. Busy that you doing stuff for tomorrow. To Mm. Well, tomorrow oh, is uh, going to be Friday funny. It and, is. And heaven knows uh, we could use oh, some of that yeah. for sure. We can. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a man who just got married uh-huh. in Michigan right. had a especially memorable couple of days uh-huh. when they went the day after their wedding and won a million dollars on a scratch-off ticket. No way. Yeah. The 57-year-old groom said he bought his diamonds and pearls scratch-off ticket and was uh, the day after his wedding and gave it to his wife when she revealed the one million dollar prize we were in disbelief we kept reading the instructions over and over again kind of like my third child i kept taking the test over and over again but kept getting the same results (laughs) um it was a very exciting couple of days they said the newlyweds visited lottery headquarters and connected the million-dollar prize, which was actually 693000 Nothing to sneeze at, though. No. Prize money will be invested, he said. So does do marriages have, like, the three-day return policy? I don't know. Like, like she could return She's him. He's like, later, sucker. <laughs> later, it's all mine. Because <laughs> technically, it was a gift. It was. So, you know, <laughs> sometimes you... So how would you feel if you gave... A ticket as a gift. Oh my gosh, that is a tough one. That is yeah. a tough one. If you paid for it and right. you got it, how would that make you feel if somebody won big? Well, that would be that would okay. Be a here's hard one. the here's the deeper question: What if they won big and just said thanks and didn't like buy you dinner next time or, or something, or at or, least offer or to give share you it. a portion? Yeah, I would feel obligated to give a portion. I think I would have. Too. I think I would too. Yeah. But some people would say no. It was a gift. Right. They spent a dollar on you. Right. So you know, it I mean, was, a it was gift. a buck. It wouldn't have been mm-hmm. like you. You know. Yeah. Spent fifty bucks on it. I don't me, even think I've... it's a buck twenty-five. Any? Have they gone up on that? Oh, too? I don't know. I don't... Probably. I haven't done the lottery. We don't know because we don't play. So there you go. <laughs> scratch off. T- yeah, that was a scratch off ticket too. So mm-hmm. I think there's still a dollar. Mm-hmm. I think so. So um, we've been sharing bear stories. We do that a lot around right. this time. Uh, I think probably our favorite one oh, recently. Going in the freezer and getting the lasagna yeah, out. Yeah, the lasagna popsicle. My favorite is probably the one that's on video that's gingerly walking through a convenience store not knocking anything over and perusing the candy and picking gummy bears i think that's oh that's right i remember that one yeah and then he walks out and he sits at the end of the driveway and he eats his gummy gummy bears bears. right that is just that one is pretty funny but this one might be a runner-up a florida family ordered a taco bell delivery because apparently they had 50 dollars for a taco bell meal mm-hmm. uh from uber eats because <laughs> the fees Sorry, are I didn't, crazy i didn't get that until just now and their security That's, cameras mm. captured the moment their food was delivered then promptly stolen off the front porch oh by a oh. taco bell eating bear how about that they live in the longwood neighborhood of orlando and they uh, shared the security camera footage of the moment the bear approached their front door and just walked off with a big old bag of Taco Bell food that had just been dropped off by the delivery driver. 
I bet you they've got they've communicated with each other. These bears and said, "You got to follow this. It's right. a thing called DoorDash." Yes, that's the if you see this emblem or yes. this one. Yep. Preferably this one, right? Because he always puts it out closer to the edge. Yes. Yeah, that's probably what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also returned later for the soft drinks. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, that's one smart bear. Yeah. <laughs> he said, uh, bear, "That's really." That's really funny That's that he good. came back. That's well, good. you know, they carry the um what's the the special um Mountain Dew that they have? The blue one. Oh, the blue one. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. They carry They're the only one. ones that have the Baja right, Mountain Dew. The Baja Blast. Yes, I love the Baja Blast. I do too. Apparently, this bear also got the memo about the Baja Blast. Gosh, um let's go to Taco Bell. They say bears are a common sight. But the food theft was a, a first. Right. And uh, she said that the thing is they've learned a valuable lesson uh-huh. about having food dropped off on their front porch. Now they will meet them at the door. Interesting. <laughs> right. That's a good one. Yeah. That's he just a good one. Comes rolls up right on in there. My favorite part was when he came back for, for the drinks. And I, I choose to believe that he went came back because of the Baja Blast. Because I, I'm never tempted to drink a soda, but I am with Well, that. you know, it's caffeine. And you saw that movie out there, Cocaine Bear. I wonder what happens when a, you know a bear gets too much Mountain Dew. So does Baja Blast have caffeine in it? I, I think don't. I think it does. Maybe it doesn't. That be that would be good to know because man, I used to back when I was in construction and I ate that way. Yeah, I would put me down some Baja. I'd get the big one. I would drink two of those before we left. The, like big ones. Yeah, mm. I put a fair amount of ice in there too. But okay, I'd leave. I, I shouldn't say that. I would drink one and I'd take one with me and finish it the rest of the day. So Baja, uh, yes, all versions, okay, are vegan friendly. I don't care. <laughs> you really think I'm worried about being vegan if I'm drinking Mountain Dew? <laughs> I mean, that's ridiculous. Yes, it does. It, it has does have caffeine. 54.8 milligrams of caffeine per 12-ounce can, slightly below the average size of a black cup of coffee. No animals were harmed in the making of this bottle of Right. Baja. But babies in West Virginia who have Mountain Dew in their bottle, that's a different story. So, anyway. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. Yeah, Friday funnies. Make today awesome. Let's get that dry cleaned for tomorrow. (laughs)